Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Bobby Regan of Barstool Sports, friend of the show, been a minute. And uh, Bobby, as always, appreciate you joining us this afternoon, man. How you doing? Good, man. You know, just catching up on uh, some Polar Express and getting my mind right for basketball <laughs> season. Just, uh, you know, getting ready for the holiday. Man, so is that why Kentucky football has been so bad? Is because you guys over there at Kentucky just watch Polar Express all the time and, and for football games? Is that is that why? It's about the schedule. I mean, if we get to play Arkansas every once in a while, maybe that's another win. I was like getting Vanderbilt every year. <laughs> to get to that point, sadly, man. <laughs> sadly, it is. But, uh, yeah, I, I'm just curious. We'll get to basketball. But, you know, you're a Kentucky guy, football guy, too. You like watching Kentucky football. I, I, I've seen your tweets and everything. Seems like you've had some frustrations this year too with uh, the football program. Just how you feel like the overall season though is gone. It's a little. I mean, listen, there's still a chance to kind of save it, right? You beat South Carolina, you beat Louisville, you get eight wins. Like, it's frustrating, but it's also like we're Kentucky. Like, I, yeah, I want to play better against top ten teams and not just immediately be down twenty one nothing before you know you crack your second beer, but it. Like what Stoops has done to get us to where we are now, where it's like frustrating to win eight games, says something. But it's just like you know, I, the last couple of years have been kind of annoying. Where you know, Levis wins ten games his first year, doesn't really have that many weapons. It's basically just him and Wondell Robinson. Then he gets all the weapons, and the offensive line is terrible, and he's hurt. And you know, last year was frustrating, and then this year, it's like okay, Leary was supposed to be better than Levis, and I think for sure Levis has been better, you know, the, the best iteration of these, these transfers that Stoops has gotten, but it's, you know, it's like you, you got to show up against these big games once in a while. You think that is uh, what we saw, seen over the last couple of years going into this season, you think that may have been the peak for Kentucky football, though, like winning 10 games and having success in bowl games, do you think they can get better than that? I still think that there is a, a peak to to winning the East Division. I mean, I know it sounds impossible to how Georgia is, but you're talking about one game, right? I mean, there's a, you know, a couple of years ago, it was you had Georgia at home. Winner went to the SEC title game. So it's like you just you it can happen. Like there is a scenario where it happens. I know it's a long shot, but that does still feel like the peak. I mean, I, I think the most rational peak is yeah, you. You win 10 games, you lose to Georgia in a close game, and then win a, a good bowl game. But, but there is a path to win the, the East at least once. I mean, heck, Missouri did it twice already, so it's like, why can't, why can't Kentucky? Yeah, well, I know as much as fun as it is talking about uh, our football programs and maybe the disappointments they've had, at least basketball season's here for all of us, yeah. which is exciting. And I know uh, we'll talk some NBA with you, but speaking of college basketball, Start with your, your team once again, because I enjoyed the game. I know you probably didn't enjoy the ending, but the Kansas-Kentucky game was really entertaining. And uh, Kentucky, of course, had a lead, and Kansas was able to storm back. Had a great game from Hunter Dickinson. But uh, those are kind of the two programs that a lot of people love seeing to, to take on each other in, in the early part of college basketball. But what would you just make of that particular game? Because it seems like Kansas is still the favorite to win the national championship this year. And uh, from what you saw from then and also Kentucky, how do you feel like they uh, are going to pan out after seeing them play? I think Kentucky's fine. Like I, I was really annoyed seeing a lot of national guys do. Oh, it's a moral victory. And it's like Kentucky, like listen, you can't say moral victory for Kentucky. Like that's just 
that, that's insulting. <laughs> you can't you can't do moral victories when talking about Kentucky basketball. Um, you know that's 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 for programs that are on the up and up, not a uh, a traditional blue blood. But except for Indiana, you can do it for Indiana. But it's it, it was nice to see Kentucky play modern basketball. Like I, listen, I know Reeves took some bad shots and 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 kind of shot himself out of the game. But it was nice not just watching. Let's just chuck it into Oscar Sheetway and watch him hurl it at the rim and hope he gets a rebound and finishes. Um, the fact that they actually like push tempo and 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 play an offense that's fun to watch, which it was like it was it was fun to watch them play and and you know come over the first you know they they start slow but then they able to push. That's the annoying part is another big game, another blown win. Like I, that's that's kind of my takeaway is okay that can happen once especially early in the season with a young team but you know looking at their schedule let me pull it up real quick because I forget who the other team is but it's like you know you have Miami you have North Carolina you have obviously Louisville and you have Gonzaga still in the non-conference you got to win those games right like you you can't do the zero and five and then you know, finish second or third in the SEC and hope for a top three seed. Like, that's just not how it works. So that's the frustrating part is if you get that Kansas win on your resume, that could end up being the best win of the year, you know, a, a neutral against uh, against Kansas. My other takeaway is, listen, like, Kansas is good. They're not the clear-cut number one team in the country. And if anything, I think this year is a little more log jam than we all thought. Injuries are never an excuse, and it seems like Kentucky, at some part of the season, they're always dealing with some players being out. And uh, weren't they missing some key players going into this game against Kansas? Yeah, that's what makes it weird. They're, they're down three seven-footers, which obviously would help against Hunter Dickinson. But offensively, it's how you beat Hunter Dickinson. And, you know, Self was forced to put Dickinson on, on a duty arrow, a, a, a true wing player. And because he can't guard on the perimeter. So it's like you bring Trey Mitchell out, and that, that just led to the open, open books and everything. So on one hand, like it's kind of nice having Trey Mitchell at the five and this, this five-out offense. I am concerned that when the seven-footers come back that, you know, Cal kind of goes to his old ways of, hey, we got to play inside out. I don't want 33s a game. But it, it, it does seem like he's changed a little bit. At least I'm hoping he's changed a little bit. It, it, but, yeah, in that game, you, you needed someone like that to just slow down Hunter. But, I mean, the game was there. It's not like, not like that's why they lost. They lost because they, DeJuan Harris hit two threes late in the game that, that and, and took over the game, quite honestly. That just can't happen. You know, you, you're up six at the under four. I mean, that's, you you got to win that game. I don't care who's out. How good is DJ Wagner? He's really good. Uh, and I know he struggled against against Kansas. But it's like, it's his third game, and he's, and he's playing arguably the best point guard in the country, Dewan Harris. He's going to be fine. He's going to be fine. I just, I just don't. I'm not going to overreact to one game. You know, if this is still going on in, in late December and January, then yeah, I'll, I'll sit here and be like, you know, you got to get Wagner out of the starting lineup. He's, you know, because I, I, I don't even think he's our best guard. I, I do think Reed Shepard might be the best player on the team. Um, not the highest ceiling necessarily, but. He might be the best player on the team, um, so it's it's a unique setting where they have all these guards and you got to find minutes for them. 
But I think Wagner's fine in the long run. I mean, he's still so fast. Like, good luck stopping him when he gets downhill. He's just got to finish. Speaking with Bobby Regan of Barstool Sports here on Out of Bounds, I'll go basketball with him. And, and Bobby, uh, of course, I'm going to say this because of uh, where we're at, but I feel like that uh, looking at predictions and whatnot, I think it's going to be Arkansas and Kentucky in the SEC at the top. I believe, I, I believe that. Because Tennessee I too. Yeah, yeah, well, you know, Tennessee, who, who are they really? I, I, mean, I know, but it pains me to say that they are good. I know, I know. Like, Watching them, I was just like, Dad gummit, like it's like I don't want him to be, and I, I it just feels like you know Vescovy or whatever. He's been there forever, like you he's know. Been there forever, and I can't wait to never see him again. Yeah, like, and I feel bad saying that because he's going through some. I think it's one of his grandparents died. That's why he's back in Uruguay. But it's like that win at Wisconsin. You know, the first half they it was was not what I expected. When you hear Wisconsin and Tennessee are playing, the second half was ugly. Tennessee still found a way to win that game. The transfers they brought in, like Dalton Connect, is sneaky All-American. And then Gainey is just another guy who can score and, and shoot. Like, they actually have they actually have an offense. Now, pardon me says it's still worth Barnes. We'll see in March. But, like, this Tennessee team, for the first time since, what, Schofield and, and Bone and Williams have three guys that can just go get a bucket when they need one. That's really what Tennessee's never had. So look at it. I, yeah. I think they're going to be the number one team in the country at some point this season. Well, that, see, that was going to lead me to my question because I was like, man, cause I agree. They do look good. But nationally, you know, wh- where are they stacking up? Because it's so early in the season. There's so many things right. they got to figure out. But, you know, Tennessee under Barnes, been pretty consistent regular season. They've, I think they made two to the Sweet 16 last year. It's the furthest they've made it under Barnes. But it's like nationally, where does a team like Tennessee stack up and uh, you better, I guess you kind of answered it because you feel like they could be a number one team at some point in time this year. I mean, they could be next week. Like, they're in the Maui. That Maui invitational is loaded. Like, I can't wait for Monday. When you talk, I think I saw like UCLA was like 24 to 1 to win the Maui, which is crazy because it's Tennessee, Purdue, Kansas, Gonzaga, Syracuse, UCLA, and Chaminade. Like, that's a perfect, perfect field. I know people don't like Chaminade in there, but I'm, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I like that weird that weird tradition of just putting them out there. But, you know, they get Syracuse in the first round, so they should win that. If they end up beating, you know, two of those other three teams, they're going to be the number one team in the country. And then they also, you know, they follow that up in two weeks going to North Carolina. In, what, three and a half weeks, they have Illinois at home. So it's like they could be going into mid-December with wins over – let's just say, like, Purdue and Kansas, North Carolina, Illinois, and Wisconsin. And it's like, how, how are they not the number one team in the country? What do you think about A&M, a team, another team in the SEC that yeah. could be in the mix? Yeah, I think I think they're under, a little under the radar. I think Wade Taylor is a sneaky national player of the year. Um, just because, like, I know Zach is awesome, but people don't win back-to-back national players of the year. So, they're good. I mean, they're really, they're really good. And Buzz can coach. Like, I, I, I know he's a weird dude, but he can coach. And, you know, we'll see. They they go to Virginia in two weeks. That's going to be a, a nice test. You know, I, they got the win at Ohio State. I don't love this Ohio State team, but still a, a road win over a team like that. Even a road win over SMU, which is like a, a typical letdown spot. I mean, 
what wouldn't there to be to like about this team outside of maybe not knowing them or the fact that like a and not a traditional basketball team? That's the only reason I can think why people aren't really talking about them. Yeah, it just to me, they're just boring. Like, I mean, again, they win, and yeah. I give them a lot of credit. It's just boring, and so I don't want them. To, yeah, I, like, I don't want to watch them. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Like they, but they, they play slow. They they just like kind of get after you defensively. They they are boring, but it's also like a boring win. Yeah. I mean, it's it, and, and and to their credit, like Wade Taylor and Tyrese uh, Radford are are exciting players, but the system is. And I agree. System is boring to watch unless you're a, you know, a, a college basketball nerd, basically. Yeah, and get to watch him win at least. But you mentioned uh, Maui. Curious because obviously Arkansas is playing in the battle for Atlantis, also a really good tournament. They got Michigan, got Memphis, North Carolina in there. Uh, Villanova's also in there. Just uh, what do you make of that field and kind of how maybe you see that all playing out? Yeah, let me pull up the brackets next. I, I know Memphis plays Michigan in the first round. That's the one I'm like, really looking forward to. I don't know what to make of um, especially Michigan, like they've obviously been been awesome. I think it's an interesting tournament because of that. Like it's, it's a lot of teams who have to prove something, right? Like Villanova just loses the pen. They got to prove like they're not Nova of last year. And, and Kyle Neptune really needs to win. Um, Arkansas is kind of like that. Okay, how good is Arkansas, right? And if you go out and, and kind of, I don't want to say like you're, you're going to, just dominate these teams, but if you win, like let's say each game by eight to twelve, that that kind of proves something. Because um, you guys have won in the first, you have yeah Stanford in the first round, you should be pretty easy. Then then, then I think that's an interesting semifinal against Memphis or Michigan, two tournament teams. Michigan's kind of like the the darling so far. They haven't really played any great teams yet, but like it still counts. Right, like you play who you are in front of you, and let's say you get Carolina in the title game. I think, I think you can all, all of a sudden look at Arkansas as like a, oh, are they top ten, are they national title, good. Uh, and it's weird because you shouldn't say that in November, but these games kind of end up doing that. Like today, that's what UConn did last year. NBA in season tournament. I uh, want to get your thoughts on that, Bobby, and also just the NBA as a whole so far. I like the in-season tournament. I think they could tweak it to make it a little bit better. Um, first, I'll come up with a different name. Like, if they just called it the Maui Invitational, everyone would love it. Um, because I think like people are just confused. It's like, wait, it's an in-season tournament, but the games count towards the regular season. It's like, well, that's how it is in college basketball, too. We just call it different things. Um, instead of, like, they tried to correlate it to soccer tournaments, which you don't do that in America. Like, I love soccer, but you can't. You're, you're going to lose people's interest if you do that in America. Um, my other thing I wish they did was get rid of the East versus West. I wish it was just a a random draw, and we get matchups we don't get to see a lot because we already have the playoffs. Like it's already we already have something that East versus West. I'd rather see, you know, let's you know, like put Philly and the Clippers in the same same group or something like that. But I like it. I, I think it's a good change of pace. You know, guys get to play for something. Maybe we see a young team, you know, like a Minnesota, an Oklahoma City, a, a San Antonio come out of this, and all of a sudden they're in the Final Four, and that springboards them to a playoff, you know, a playoff run or something. Um, I think that is a good spot. It, it's interesting because the East feels like it's Milwaukee or Boston, and then the West just feels wide open. So I think it's, I think it's, I think it's perfect the way it is right now, and. Um, you know, a lot of these young guys are, are, are kind of making 
everybody looks smart by saying they're going to be good. Like when the, you know, Chet's been awesome, when they you just, you go through the list and these guys are all good. I mean, that's good for the team. But you make it the, uh, the whole Draymond Green thing and him getting a five game band and three. I got, love it. Yeah. Like what'd you make I of all it. that? I love it because oh, I hate Rudy Gobert, but I mean, I'll be <laughs> honest about that. But like, I find it so funny because I know Draymond hates Rudy Gobert. That's like publicly known, not some insider or anything like that. But the fact that Draymond wasn't even close to it, wasn't even part of it, and it just comes out of nowhere and puts him in a headlock. Like, if you can't laugh at that, I don't want to know you. Because it was one of the funniest images of, of like WWE-style headlock trying to put him to sleep. It's just so perfect, Draymond. And listen, like I grew up in 90s basketball where fights happen. It's just like, I don't know, give me that. Like, I, 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 found, I found it funny. The suspension's fine. Like, five games feels about right. Let's all just move on and laugh at it because it is one of the funniest, funniest images in a long time. How about Rudy Gobert trying to play peacemaker to some degree and, and grabbing Clay Thompson, trying to pull him away? He gets choked, and he gets fined 25000 Yeah, Yeah, like I said, I don't like Rudy, so you can find him more, and I'd be fine with it. Um, I don't know. Rudy's got a little bit to him where he tries back like he's nothing. He's part instigator, so I don't know. Like, but but it's good. Like, I want I want the wolves and warriors to hate each other. Like that, we need that in sports. Like I, I I preach it all the time. Where you know I'm not saying start fist fights, but there's animosity between teams, especially as a young and up and coming team and a you know a team that's been around and won championships. I think that's good for basketball. And and frankly, like we need more of it. And I and I know it's like we. We've always like magic kissed Isaiah Thomas on the court. Like I get, I get that it's not you know some new thing of guys being buddy buddy. But I enjoy when there's an animosity. Well, <laughs> well, Bobby, before we let you get out of here, man, uh, this is just uh, the last question I'll have for you. I know that uh, when Kentucky basketball plays, I very seldom ever root for them. I'm sure kind of similar some ways in Arkansas, but I I need to ask you. Can I count on you to be rooting for Arkansas when they play Duke in about a week and a half in Bud Walton? Oh, Green? absolutely. <laughs> I, I mean, I'll paint myself as a team and do that just means more chance. But when it comes to Duke, I have no problem doing that. I don't care if it's Kay, Shire, yeah, you name it. I, I will cheer against Duke. Like, I'm trying to think, like, I think the only team that might not cheer against Duke for is Louisville. Yeah, because that's kind of how I am with, uh, with Kentucky. I don't root for them many times, but, like, if they're playing Duke or – if they're playing uh, North Carolina, uh, you know, someone like that, or even Michigan State, I don't know why. I just don't. I'm. I just get tired of Michigan State. I know it sounds Michigan weird. State fans are sneaky, like the worst. They're up there. With, they're up there in the worst, the worst fan base. Yeah. So I get that one. Yeah. I need Musk. I just need Musk out of Arkansas. I love Musk so much. It makes it hard to like truly, truly hate Arkansas. And that rivalry is starting to come back a little bit. Like you see it when. When the teams play each other, it's always starting to get a chippy game. The fans get into it, so like it's starting to build again. I just need hmm. Musk. Yeah, you need De- you need Devo Davis gone first because he's been here forever. Just kind of like you mentioned to me. So, but hey, yeah, yeah. But like I kind of love 